everyone welcome to the bonus podcast episode 469 i don't understand why it's so important to get it's well, like you can't the, say bonus episode for episode you repeat bonus something. episode for podcast 469 exactly that way if you want that hello everybody welcome we just finished recording the main podcast with this week usually we do our bonus podcast like on tuesday evening or thursday evening but, but because we of this week we had to wait there might be some developing news in this character's story this week. And we were right. The character is, of course, Seb Franklin. The late Seb Franklin. And he's dead. He is. So um, I, I knew that this attack was going to happen. I've known for a few weeks. Um, I mean, that, that's not insider knowledge or anything. I think lots of people have known for, for a few weeks. So I thought it was gonna, uh, maybe it's about time we did a character profile of him. And I took a massive, massive risk because if he hadn't died in tonight's episode... And it, it had been, been left hanging, and then he died, you know, the, the, the following week or something. It would have been um, not so neatly tied up. So thank you, Seb, for, toot, toot. for um, you know, not hanging on for any longer, I suppose. Toot, toot. What's that? That's the sound of you tooting your own horn. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a full and frank um, oh. Franklin profile. Um, and, and, and we're a bit knackered. It's it's ten to one on Saturday morning at the moment. Listen, the night is young. I can I can. I've do got this to get up myself. early tomorrow to do I the can, podcast. I don't know why you're here. Editing. I can do this all by myself. So we'll see what we can do. Seb Franklin was born on the sixth of March two thousand and one, and he died on the eighth of May twenty twenty one. Thank you. Yeah. Um, his mother was Abby Franklin, and he's got two half brother and sisters, Charlie Franklin and Lexi Franklin, also known as. The siblings. The siblings. On this podcast. He first appeared on the 10th of October 2016. Uh, he might appear as a dead body he in might, later he, episodes or a ghost yeah. or a memory or a dream. Who knows? They do, yeah, they've been liking to do this. He's I, been, I've written here that he was in around 280 episodes because I think the Choropedia um, was updated, you know, midway, maybe no, maybe at the end of April. So there's been a few since then. So I'm going to, I'm going to say around about 280-ish. And? What? He, he played by Harry Vizinoni. He was. Can, yeah. It's, it's just a completely different tone, isn't it? Now we're talking about him in the past. This character is over. It is done with. Dante. This is. There's no more developments going to happen here. No, and it's, it's sad. It's going to be a bit of a sad tone. I know. This has I'm got. sorry, Seb. You were gone too soon. Harry was a student of Manchester's acting school, Act Fifty One, or ACT Fifty One, or ACT Five One, or Act Five One. One of those things. And before Corrie, he appeared in an episode of Doctors. And he was spotted playing Hamlet in a play called I Hate Shakespeare at Saleswaterside Theatre. Yeah, and that's, that's how he hit the bid time. Yeah, he's talent spotted. So what's, let, let's, we're just going to kind of do a rundown of everything that we know about Seb, just his like childhood. Just like we would do for his, a character profile. What he's done on the show, maybe have a little discussion at the end. But honestly, if you want to know what we think about Seb... I would recommend listening to the main podcast this week. Although if you're, li- if you're listening to this, you know, on YouTube or whatever years in the future, then sorry if this, this one leaves a bit, leaves a bit short change. Let's not even do ourselves down before we've... Let's see how we go, shall we? So go on, you, you start off. His Jenna. childhood was pretty rough, really, wasn't it? Because yes. Abby was not a great mum. She was an alcoholic and a druggie. And his dad, Lee, which we, we've never heard from, or I wonder if he will come out of the woodwork. 
I don't see the point really. Um, his dad leaves Abby pretty early on, so she has to raise him alone. Then the twins come along, Charlie and Lexi. They get born after Abby gets pregnant. I mean, she has a relationship with a guy called Darren. Seb ends, ends up raising them, really. And then the relationship between Seb and Abby is pretty strained because he kind of ends up being the adult in the relationship, even though he is just he, a child. He's the one making, what was it, fish finger rockets or something? No, that was Anna that made those, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe. <sighs> yeah, so he, he, he raises his little brother and sister, basically, while Abby's, you know, zonked out and, um, and blotto on heroin and booze concoctions. Um, so things weren't so good for them. And, and this this kind of background for him we didn't realise or we we weren't told about until he'd been in the show for about a year because he ca- he came in as a very, very minor character. Oh, um, yeah, I remember. And, I, and, and was, it, was it last week we were talking on the podcast about characters that we're surprised are still here? And I don't know whether I mentioned him, but absolutely, when he came into the show, I would never have guessed that he was going to be sticking around for five years because he was just... He know, really did seem He was like just Faye's boyfriend. some guy... To have to kind of... Um, to make Anna worry about the fact that she's dating somebody. Yeah, because he, he, he's brought in as Faye's boyfriend. They've already been dating for three weeks or something at this point, And they're discovered kissing together at the house by Kevin and Anna. Abby is not... Ha- Annie, sorry, is not happy about this. Anna. Anna is not happy about this because Faye has already got herself pregnant with one kid and... Uh, and gave it away. Gave it away to well to the dad. Left it with the dad. Left her with the dad, uh, and she, and she's worried that Faye's just going to get pregnant again. That happens. I've heard that happens. I, more I have than heard once. more than one baby yeah. can pop out of the same hole. Shocking. Craig is also not too pleased about this because he's always had a old bit of a torch for Faye, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but despite his opposition to this, they carry on seeing each other, and they're they're a partner for a good you know, year or two or so. I that that's another one that we didn't talk about on the main podcast this week. How is Faye going to react no, when you, she hears about? No, you did about say Seb? it to me. I said to you before the podcast yeah. started because Faye's in prison. Someone's going to have to break that news to her. I'm not really that bothered and about he seeing he... her reaction, to be honest. I'm, I'm more interested just to see, like, will it even be recognised? Because Seb seemed in no way bothered that Faye was sent to prison. No. <laughs> so is well, she going to be bothered that he's dead? I don't know. I mean, you know, if I look back to the guy I was dating in 2016, I wouldn't care if he was in prison. You were dating someone in <laughs> Oh, no, that's me. <laughs> yeah, he was a wrong-in, though, from he the re- start. He really, really mm-hmm. was, yeah. I mean, there was there was a scene towards the beginning where um, he was going to steal a woman's purse in the cafe. How dare you? The 2017... Isn't it funny? I just want to say, Coronation Street quite often does this, where the, the way they demonstrate characters evil is have them stealing somebody's things. Yeah, just little, or picking little petty crime. off the it floor. Counts, or stealing David's wallet. Mm-hmm. Think of all the characters that have been introduced nicking something. I know, I know. He was a real wrong one. And so when, when Abby was there saying, oh, he was gold in the hospital today, and she kind of... she. He and turned it, out all right, is what she meant to say. He, he did turn out all right, but he he's did. he's not been a perfect little boy all his life. He was lovely life. that last week. Got a bit of rose-tinted spectacles there, Abby, I'm afraid, bought about him, your dying son. I say I say nice things about anyone who buys me a necklace. Mm. So this is interesting. He he. Um, one of the naughty things that he did in 2017 was stealing Phelan's drill. So he's um, taken after Toya. Taken after Toya, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Phelan ends up taking pity on him though, and there was a really lovely relationship I thought between Phelan. He was like a mentor figure to Seb, wasn't he? he? Was. For for that year. Yeah. And and I mean, despite Phelan being a 
massively nasty villain, he really did have a, a human side, didn't he? And that was one of the things that made us love him so much as a character. That was one of the things that made him so, so complicated. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, the, yeah, the relationship that he had with, <laughs> with Seb was just was lovely and, they, and he was his little apprentice and stuff and Sorry, um, i was laughing because abby just walked all over the keyboard abby has just got up and walked over the keyboard <laughs> not not abby franklin our abby <laughs> our abby cat right um so what else did we did you did so yeah he's to, yeah do you want me to say oh yeah you, you can you can do something yes feeling takes pity on him and he starts to work for him but he does have to stop him from trying nicking uncle albert's war medal when they refit number one's kitchen yes it's a, it's funny because Seb Seb um, to to look at him now you you would never think that he used to be a bit of a scallywag yeah he was he was a scallywag wasn't he many it's characters like, I will say many characters start off in Coronation Street as scallywags and mm. TVs he gets excluded from school that year and he and Faye agree to get his and hers tattoos but <laughs> she goes through with it <laughs> yeah yeah that's right she there's there's a scene i think you can watch it on youtube or something where they're sitting at a bus stop him and her and she's like she's lifting up at the uh, it's like on her hip and he's looking down and saying how horrible it looks yeah he was he's, not impressed by this i no. think he's glad he didn't get one yeah although did you see i mean he, he had a he had like arrow tattoos on his arm today when he was in many hospital. characters on coronation street now have non-canon well, Abby does, doesn't tattoos, she? Tattoos, which are the actor's tattoos, which they can't cover up with makeup. And I think they just give up on them now. Yeah, yeah. We've seen more of Seb this week than we have in a long time. <laughs> I said to you, if I ever end up in hospital like oh, Seb... Cover your nipples. Put, cover, cover my nipples. Come yeah. on, a little I bit of dignity. I don't know why we have, to, we have to have them out. No, the ladies, when they're in hospital, they don't have their boobs out, I do don't they? want to see anyone's nipples. <laughs> I don't even especially like seeing... Just pull the duvet up a bit. Seeing animals' nipples. <laughs> I'd be one of these Puritan ladies that goes around, like, putting bras on pigs. So you could never be a milkmaid, is what we're saying. I remember seeing on Etsy, you can buy little stickers that shake like flowers to put over cats' bums. I know. So You would have gone the in the hospital one. and just put one of those on each of us have nipples Do you know week. those little, um, those little frilly, um, little, like, tiny little chef hats that you used to put over chicken legs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put those over his nipples. <laughs> We're talk talking about, far too much about Seb's nipples. Talk about drawing attention to them, a bit too much. Anyway, um, he beats up Jackson, who is who? the father of Miley, who is Faye's baby. The Hodge family returned from Canada for two weeks and he beats Jackson up. So, you know, at the end of the day, he gets killed, be- being beaten up. It was karma all along. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you were trying to say... the it, it, Maybe Jackson should have come back and been one of the anonymous... Yeah, maybe he was. Yeah. Who's, who who's knows? To say? Who knows? I mean, I was saying to you, I was criticising you and you were saying, oh, what if it was um, Kelly and... What if it was Corey. Kelly and Corey that were being beaten up? And would we feel differently? Mm. You know, we felt sorry for Seb. It only took him how many years to redeem <laughs> himself after beating somebody else up. So, you know, in, in five years' but time... it's all right because he paid for his crimes. He went to prison for four months. In five years' months. time, Corey will be sorry for him when he gets beaten to death by you somebody reckon? else. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah, so he um, gets sent to Larchfield Young Offenders something or other. Prison? Hotel for four months. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling smuggles Faye in for visits. Yeah, Nobody asks him why Anna he's got does such not, a giant Anna does bag. not want Faye to have anything to do with Seb. I mean, she didn't beforehand, but after he gets sent to prison. Like, I no, know, but I you. think she was smuggled in against Anna's knowledge, not against the prison's knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So like feeling was like, oh, this is a really heavy work bag. No, 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 don't help me with it. <laughs> I've got to go straight from here to Ikea to return this. Um, he gets released and he gets a full apprenticeship from Phelan 
and he gets given a caseworker um, who who's a uh, what they're called social worker, and it's Nicola Rubens. Yeah, I'd, Stein. I, I I I had forgotten the the Nicola and Seblink. Yeah, Seblink. <laughs> um, yes. So, and Pat's daughter is his social worker. Um, it's it, this is the summer when they when it became obvious that Seb was going to be more of a more main character a, yeah. and not just a boyfriend for Seb who was going to disappear off. Faye. Faye, sorry, yeah. Yeah. So, um, he tells Faye, does Seb, that he's a victim of domestic abuse because his stepdad's been thumping him. So, so Faye says... the siblings, Dad. Faye says, this Darren, yeah. Yeah. They should run away together, but Seb doesn't want to leave the twins. This was also, I think this was like... Um, when Abby wasn't that much of a well, we, we, likable, we, yeah. Well, th- this was this was the, the Abby's introduction. So we had a whole year right. worth of Seb where we didn't see any of Abby at mm-hmm. all. And then they they cast Sally Carmen to play this deadbeat mother, basically. I right, really don't think that role was supposed to be as big as it turned out to be. No, she wasn't likable at all. But straight from the beginning, we knew that there She's was great. something special there. Abby's not impressed with her met with um Anna meddling because. She kind of takes her and takes Seb under yeah, her wing. Yeah, do good. Anna does. Finds out how awful his home life is. Tries to help out, um, but she did, But Abby does end up breaking up with Darren. Then Abby gets found unconscious at the home, so the twins get taken into care. And Seb Drugs. blames Anna because she called the social services in to begin with. No, she and they didn't. have an argument, it but it was actually Sally, was Sally who did it. I know, Michael. It's written in front of me. I can read it. I'm I don't not going to not far know. Ahead you're reading. I can read a whole sentence at once. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Seb falls off the ladder during a window cleaning round and Anna finds him unconscious. And this was when we had a really weird scene because he goes to hospital and Seb whispers... No. Feelin whispers to Seb Correct. into Seb's ear, Anna wants to kill you. And it, it kind of gets planted in his subconscious mind somehow. And he also... Phelan puts Anna's earring at the site of the accident to make it look like Anna pushed him out of the window. Yeah, so th- this was all part of Phelan's campaign to get Anna, who... Can we not say campaign? Can we say evil plot? Evil plot. Yeah. Um, to, to get Anna sent yeah. down because it, they, she, was just like the, she was just the thorn in his and evil side. totally relate to that. Yeah. We don't like her either. She gets arrested. While at the hospital, we find out that Seb has HIV and... Abby says, yeah, I, I wondered if he did. <laughs> Didn't want to say anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Maybe you should. He might have contracted it from an ex-girlfriend who was killed in a car accident, but I, didn't, I decided not to tell him. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's not just from the point of view of it's a dangerous thing that you need to get treatment for, but also you could be giving it to people without knowing. What exactly. a stupid idiot. Anyway... She was such a player, that Seb. Well, it's Spread not it all just around that. Manchester. I'm thinking of cutting fingers and yeah. licking, putting your finger in people's mouths and going, oh, taste this. Getting blood. beaten up and kicked to death and like spitting yeah. blood out at your attacker. Corey, you better watch out, mate. I know. I do, actually, I think that would be something that might freak him out. Of all the things that yeah. would freak Corey out That's about this, true, actually. I can actually see him getting like, like going into a narcissistic rage of finding out that he could have sprayed blood. Yeah. Well, he's got HIV blood all over his trainers and in the inside of his washing machine now, hasn't he? Oh, no. 
Um, so anyway, this was a, this was an interesting story because it, it was the first HIV story that Coronation Street had done, and I, I say story, it wasn't. It was a couple of weeks worth of he's got HIV, but it was fascinating to me to learn a little bit more about it and what it meant. And obviously, it's not the same death sentence as it was, you know, back in the eighties. When we listen, we were children of the eighties, and that was the era of scaring the hell out of everybody with those scary, horrible adverts going. With the tombstones. If you've got HIV or AIDS, you're gonna die a horrible death, and it was horrible because people kept, like, famous people kept dying, like, you know, Freddie Mercury and other kind of high-profile people kept secretly, you know, or not so secretly, dying of it, and it was, you know, a scary thing. Yeah, so this story was kind of a story of hope for people. But it was also a stigmatised thing that people thought, you know, I mean, I think it was most more in America... But the idea that it was only gay men who contracted it or it was kind of, you know, karma for them for being subversive and evil, for mm. not being straight, you know, how our, all us goody-goodies are. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it really was an important thing to talk about for people perhaps like us who hadn't really, you know, oh, gone, oh, I need to revisit my HIV knowledge. It's 2017, I haven't checked up on it. Because, you, you know... I don't you don't know everything all the time and sometimes your knowledge gets stuck in a a time warp doesn't it yeah you you're not necessarily going to update your knowledge base on things unless mm. it gets brought to your attention which is why Coronation Street can be quite a helpful thing yeah the thing is that it, it, the problem I suppose a problem that might be um you might describe with this storyline is that at the time a fair number of Coronation Street characters were being given you know illnesses or or you know disabilities like with jack jake uh, jack's leg and you know johnny's ms and everything it, and it has just feels a little bit like david's epilepsy years before it's like who's going to get what now and are we going to see the consequences of this but i suppose with this hiv one it really was a case of saying well you can live a relatively normal life well, as I long mean, as you it's, take your medication yeah, exactly. and everything, it's like I say, it's not the death sentence it used to be. Yeah, but it's been brought up every now and then, hasn't it? But it's not I'm like sure. Yeah, um, I I thought it was good. I thought it was yeah, a good yeah. Um, yeah. progressive story, and it's one of those things where it doesn't need to be an issues based story. That it wasn't a story, was it? It was no. just that he's got a. It's it's an important thing to yeah. mention. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a year long storyline. No, and. and Many people, I mean, you said, oh, yeah, oh, oh, everyone's got something. That's true. Everyone has something. Yeah, I suppose If you so. think about it, <laughs> you know, you go, oh, yeah, I'm I'm totally healthy. And then, oh, apart from the fact I've got asthma or, you mm. know, apart from the fact I've got an irritatingly clicky jaw when I eat for some reason, I've no I, I have got an irritatingly clicky jaw at the moment. It's true. It's been a few months. Really annoying. Can you start doing it? No. No. Um, that year, at the end of that year, um, Phelan decides to frame Seb for Andy and Vinny's murders. So he gives him whiskey, shows him his gun, and Seb gets his prints all over it, and Bob's your uncle. Yes, yeah, so Phelan's been a bit annoying man, hasn't it, in a brilliant scene, killed off Andy and Vinny. In and a dark to... warehouse. Took advantage of poor Seb, poor dark trusting Seb. Dark satanic mill. Yeah, Made it, made it out like he did it by getting his fingerprints all over it. So 2018 was when Abby made a triumphant return to Weatherfield after a stint in rehab, so she says. She asked Seb to move away with her and says, look, we can get the twins back, we can be a family again, I'm clean. By this point, um, 
Seb is absolutely terrified of Phelan because he's convinced himself that not only... I can't remember whether he thinks that, that he killed Andy and Vinny or not at that point, but he does think that he killed Luke. Um, so he agrees that he's going to scarf her with Abby. And this is interesting that we made the connection between Seb's yeah. death and Luke's death, another kind of pointless, you Young know, inno- innocent. Violent. Yeah, killed in an in a, yeah, awful, violent manner. And that's what ends up happening to him. Um, so Phelan ends up going on the hunt for Seb. Seb goes into hiding, doesn't he? He He wants to make sure that this idea that he killed Luke doesn't get any further. Gary ends up finding him and persuades him to help defend Anna in court. Remember Phelan What? Gary finds Seb. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, Look, you need to help me defend my mum in court because she's being accused of pushing you off this ladder when I don't don't think it was you. She's annoying. Um and he he does and his relationship with Abby hits the rocks again. Um bit of an important moment for Seb in the spring of that year when he and Gary uncover the uh the concrete twins, Vinny and Annie, Vinny, Vinny and Andy, who Phelan has buried in concrete at the building yard. In a very laborious, yes. wet scene, dragging them through the yeah, so they're, they're, torrential rain. They're, they're, they're setting concrete and they, they don't they like trick a guard and make him go into the portaloo overnight so they can just hammer away at, with sledgehammers at this concrete pillars. And, and Because they, I think they think they're looking for a gun. I seem to remember. They think that Phelan's put the gun in there, but they end up getting a bit more than they're bargained for when they <laughs> when they find a bit of a foot. <laughs> um, so anyway, that kind of leads eventually to Pat's downfall. I mean, Se- Seb- Seb's involved in those final scenes, isn't he? Because Pat Pat goes Pat 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 goes <laughs> into Eileen's house with with his gun, and he holds Seb and Nicola and uh, Eileen hostage for a bit. So that was quite quite an adventure for Seb. But Pat's eventually killed. Eileen. You know, bogs off somewhere. She disappears from the show for a bit, leaving Seb living in number 11 on his own. Around this time as well, um, Abby worms her way back into his life and pretends to the social service as that the house is hers. Um, her- Seb is absolutely horrified to find out, though, that Abby is considering putting the twins up for adoption. So already they've been, I think, fostered by another family. And Abby's like, I need to, you need to make a clean break. They're having so much better time. Well, he's, she's like, I'm not, I can't look I can't after them the way that mom. they're being looked after now. And Seb's like, no, family is family. So he plans to adopt the twins himself, which I think at the time I didn't think was the best idea to have him saddled with these kids. Um, but in any case, he was informed that to do so, he'd have to cut ties with his mum. So in the end, it doesn't happen. Abby at, the, at that time was in prison um, because... Um, she had taken the blame for Seb when he'd wrecked the flower shop. Why'd he wreck the flower shop? It was because... I'm trying to get this right. Do you remember when... Who was it that tampered with Michelle's car? Was it Tracy? I don't Or was remember. it Abby? I think I it might have been Tracy. But then Tracy blamed Abby for it or something like that. And anyway... Seb wrecked the flower shop. Seb wrecked the flower shop to get back at Tracy, basically. And so he, he took the blame. She, took she the Abby took the blame. She ends up going to prison, which is which she and hands up handily um, spending a bit of time in there with Sally, which is where the Doing yoga. Abby and Sally's friendship came from. So yeah, you know, things not looking so great for Seb at the end well, of two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, um, yeah, two thousand and nineteen. She comes back to the street. He turns her away. Then in court, it's really sad. Really, the this amount was a of big time falling out that, that they yeah, had. Yeah, the amount of time that they had falling out. I mean, they had a bad relationship growing up because she was a rubbish mum. There's been very little time in his 
short well, that's why it's all the more life. Meaningful. Yeah, that they were actually on you know, speaking terms. Yeah. They had the the big falling out that they had was this conflict between them over the twins and whether they should be adopted or given to another family and who should adopt them and who should keep them and who shouldn't. So um, in court, Abby reveals that, well, she tells everybody that Seb is unfit to adopt the twins because he's not in full-time employment and he doesn't have his landlady's support for it. So she... He gets mad that she's lost the ch- him the chance of keeping what he thinks is the family together, right? So Abby and Seb then get given one last chance to see the twins before they get fully adopted. Oh, that was a sad scene. And that was, re- yeah, that was really sad. Then they get given a valet, valet job, valeting job at streetcars. Yeah, I think one, the, one of the owners yeah. offers it to Abby and one offers it to Seb. Then they get mad with each other again because they can't work together. So he goes off to work as a builder for Gary. Gets fired when he thumps him because he'd walk in on Gary's girlfriend, Sarah, in the bath. Yeah, Sarah, um, Seb had he um, comes into the misread house. some signals from Sarah. He well, thought that Sarah was... Fancied him. Yeah. And then she like laid a, like a load of... Sexy candles and stuff everywhere. Which is supposed and to be he was Gary. like, "Oh, look at this trail." Well, of- she she'd promised Gary a birthday. Su- no, she'd promised um, Seb, sorry, a birthday surprise, which was actually a free haircut. But Seb- so this was like when Steve got his free shag. From yeah, Tracy. basically. Um, <laughs> anyway, the incident leads to him breaking up with Faye and getting fired from his job when he beats Gary up. Who? Do you remember oh, that but... scene where Gary hel- holds the uh, the bag of cement, was it, or the bag of stones or something over Seb? Because th- this was when they had had the um, all the 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 uh, Eastern European workers working with Gary, yeah. and then they get into an argument, and Gary's like, "Right, you need to both hold these bags of cement over your head, and whoever can hold it up the longest wins." And because Gary's um, malicious, m- yeah, he cuts the bag that Seb's holding, and it all falls down on top of him. So if Seb thumps him, he gets the sack, and. Uh, not doing great. He was a bit of an angry young man. He had a bit he of a was. He was. He did. He did. He had a but temper, But it was because Faye. he got crapped on. No, mm. he did, did Seb. Oh, Seb. Sorry, yeah. He rebuilds bridges with Abby after she becomes a bit of a hero during the underworld roof collapse. She, like, holds the whole thing up and, like, rescues all the children <laughs> that were in there working in underage. Your, in your dreams. Um, Seb is a suspect for the roof collapse because he said to Gary, I'll get you back for this. And everyone thought that, you know, landing a roof on people's heads was pretty good revenge. Well, he, 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 there was the possibility that he would frame Gary because Gary was involved in the building work. So we wondered, did Nobody Seb go up there and anymore. tamper with it? No. Nobody's been... It's a big talking point for a little while back yeah, in 2019. Nobody cares but... anymore about that. So he falls for Alina. He finds out that she's been a victim of human trafficking and he thinks that it was Jan... That was behind it all. Yeah. Who's Eileen's new boyfriend. But it's actually... He's actually an informant. Mm. And the world's old, oldest Pokemon trainer. He helps... Seb helps Alina escape. Police get called. Traffickers get arrested. Alina goes back to Romania. And Seb then starts up a relationship so, with Emma. So really, Seb's to blame for all this stuff that's going on with Alina and Tyrone at the moment. Really, if only he his kept fault. his neb out, then maybe Alina would just be happily slaving away... At the nail salon and Tyrone and Fizz would still be together. Literally slaving away. Yeah. So tell me what happened in 2020. Um, 
not much really. I mean, Sepp was only in 26 episodes last year. And this is like what I was saying on the main podcast where, um, although lots of people have really been enjoying watching Seb over the past few weeks, um, I think that maybe if they had kept him in and hadn't killed him off, then he may have faded back into obscurity again because he really, really didn't do much last year. And and what he did do wasn't that exciting. So um, Alina pops back into the show again. I didn't <laughs> even mean to say that. Um, and he's going out with Emma at this point. She realises, though, that he's still got feelings for Alina, so she dumps him. And there's this, this fairly boring and unforgettable, not quite a love triangle, but a bit of one story between Emma and Seb and Alina last year. And it was it was just a bit dull, really, wasn't it? It was really bizarre because all, Alina used to be incredibly sweet and likeable. Emma's always been consistently one of my favourite characters. And Seb has has sort of, you know... He kind of, like, made good on himself. Yeah, but by this point, any kind of trace of, um, you know, scallywaggery had been completely removed from the character. And he was yeah. just a decent, if, you know, maybe a little bland, bland bloke. Yeah. But, but I, still, I still did like him, but th- this story did nothing for me. And then you've got Seb, who actually, I will say, of all the characters in Coronation Street, he's one of the few where a relationship actually improves him. Mm. Not many characters that you can say this about. So Seb in a relationship is much more of a nicer guy than Seb out of a relationship. Yet somehow, this combination of these three characters, which on paper should have worked, was one of the most boring things I'd seen. Well, also it was odd oh, because yeah. when he um, initially fell for Alina, we thought that they were brilliant. They were a really, really lovely couple. Yeah, Alina was much sweet. more sweet and innocent there. Seb was kind of a bit goofy and, and smiley well, about Well, she was it. like reluctant and she was like, oh, I don't want to... Uh, and she was like, didn't he... There's something about a biscuit. I don't know. I don't There's know what you're There's some kind of thing to. about a biscuit. She's like, I've never been given a biscuit in my life. But anyway, they they were it's really cute. It's kind of like Dobby couple. the house elf, where if you give her a biscuit, she's, really... she's she, no, she has to marry you. <laughs> um, Emma was Emma and Seb though were also really really lovely together, and I remember us agonising on the podcast over who do we want Seb to end up with more, Alina and Emma. That was quite a talking point. But then the when it turned into a Love triangle. A love triangle story. It's like, no, nobody. You're all it, boring. It, it really was fairly dull. And they were all living there in the flat together. And, oh, isn't this awkward? I don't but want to it, upset it you. Work. I have that... feelings for you. I don't... I, I don't... I want to be friends. Yeah, I that... don't want to mess up my friendship with you. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't work whatsoever. No, and he ended up not going out with either of them. So... No, instead, he decides that story. to fall out with Abby over Charlie and Lexi, who are going to move to Australia with their adoptive family... He he's like, um, you you moved on too quickly. You now you got rid of your the, your actual kids, and now you just want you moved in with someone else's kid because at this point she'd moved in with Kevin, Kevin and, and she's Jack, like yeah. adopted Jack kind of. And he's like, um, yeah, he just gets really mad about it, and he wants he also really really wants Abby to see the kids before they go, mm. and she doesn't really want to. Um, but Seb eventually gets told by Emma, look, you just need to have a good relationship with your mum. She's the only one you get. And that's it. That is it. I mean, and then he's briefly reappeared about three weeks ago on the show, um, where they struck up this relationship with Nina over a shared love of Cradle of Filth. Um, I mean, and there's who, been, who doesn't share that Yeah, love? There's, there's been more you know, tenuous links between characters or more, you know, 
all you some with some relationships they just need to look at each other and then that's enough for them to start bonking away but they just had this really really lovely relationship with nina and um well now he's dead now he's dead yeah oh we should probably say this just for prostate prostate erity what prosperity prosperity i don't think it's anything to do with your prostate we should say it for history purposes right that he struck up a relationship with nina they dated very briefly he was murdered on his way home with her by Corey and a gang of thugs that also included Kelly. Yes. And that, as far That's as where we're, we're recording up to this, at the moment. on the 8th of May, and that is as far as the story has gone. We do not know what's going to happen. I don't think that, Seb himself is going to be doing Seb very much, so it's safe so to, uh, to do this profile now. Yeah, so that that's it. Um one of the things that was interesting that, that I saw that Harry said about this relationship with Nina was that make, uh, meeting Nina makes him look at himself and he starts to appreciate himself because he sees how much she loves him. Aww. He thinks that he had quite a lot of self, uh, quite a lack, sorry, of, of self-love and he didn't think he was a person that deserved love. He's actually but... a really complicated character, Seb. He's, mm. And that's one of the things that made him so, kind of interesting... Um, his relationship with Abby and their their history. And that's also one of the things that makes Abby such a fascinating character, actually, really. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that that is it. That is all that we've seen from Seb and well, all that we've... Shall I just read his leaving quote? Oh, yeah, well, that's what I was looking for, but you found, you beat me to it. Go on, then. He says, Goodbye, Coronation Street. It's been a wild five years on the cobbles and I've loved every second. I've made memories that I will cherish forever and I've worked with the most amazing people. I couldn't have dreamt of a better way to spend these years of my life. Thank you so much for all the support Seb has received throughout his turbulent time on the street. And thank you so much for the amazing response to this immensely important and relevant storyline. There couldn't have been a more worthy end for Seb. It was an honour to be trusted to tell this harrowing story and I hope that we have been able to make a difference and raise awareness. It's been an honour and a privilege Lots of love, Harry. Kiss. Very nice. So, I mean, I don't know if that was just for me, that kiss, but I share it with you. Um, I, I don't... I, I, well, we haven't seen anything yet about, you know, did, did he jump? Was he pushed from the show? It seems like, from what we can gather about this story with, with Nina, there was a very, very long-term plan to have this story happen. And so maybe it's been on the cards for a long time that Seb was going to, you know, have to take take one for the team or whatever. Um, I just want to mention... But I, I, don't, I don't know whether Harry wanted to leave or whether he d- it was a necessary evil. I don't know what happened, but I just wanted to say quite a funny thing. Harry has only... He hasn't... He's not a big tweeter. He's only done 155 tweets in his whole tweeting career. And before he tweeted this lovely, poignant goodbye message, his last tweet was, Guess who's back? Definitely haven't been locked out of my Twitter for three months. Don't change your phone number and forget to update your Twitter before you log out, kids. <laughs> and then he also wrote... If Sage I, advice to us all. If I spell that def, definitely, would that mean I'm H? Oh, he is H, really, isn't he? Yeah. So that was really funny that he obviously... I don't know um, whether he got told to do this or if he thought, oh, crap. But he obviously went, oh, yeah, I'm leaving. I should probably do something on Twitter. And you just imagine him for like for a week going, oh, my God, what was it? Harry rocks three. No, Harry is cool. Ninety nine exclamation mark. No question mark. No exclamation mark. Get Sharon. She's pretty good at guessing passwords recently, isn't she? 
Um, anyway, that that's it. I've got a few other hopes, quotes, and Harry, Harry, Harry here, but I don't know whether I can be bothered. Do you want to Look, read that? I'll read them. Harry? You don't need I, to be I'm so. Literally, I'm that's dropping, fine. I'm dropping to sleep. It's here. fine. He said, I came in for six months and just kept going. I always kept my fingers crossed they'd want to keep me on for longer and it's unfolded quite nicely for me over the past year. I don't know when he was saying this. It's still pretty surreal. I'm very blessed to be in the position I'm in right now and I'm very aware of that. There's been great feedback. It's nice because a lot of the comments I do get are about my acting and that's really encouraging. Even if someone says Seb is an annoying little teenager, that's cancelled out because people also say I'm performing it well. Didn't um, I think Piers Morgan? Had I was a bit literally of beef about to say that his most recent newsworthy event in in Seb's life was him saying he thought Piers Morgan was a bit of a git or something. This, what this, this was Seb saying? Seb it, wasn't said it, like it on the show, and then Piers Morgan called him an impertinent little twerp, which is hilarious. <laughs> I think Piers Morgan knows it's just. It, I think Piers Morgan knows how to wind people up. Yes, and I think he was joking, but everyone's like Piers Morgan. How dare you criticize Sebastian? How do you feel now he's now dead? He's dead yeah. Oh, how could you? He knows it's a TV show, everybody. Oh. I wonder. Um, I wonder whether Seb will go down, you know, in our memory, or whether he'll fade. I think, like Luke, he'll be known for his exit. Yeah. Because Luke and people will say, "What? What did you do it's before really then?" Sad. Like, I don't really know. We'll go. Well, we've got a almost forty-minute-long um, character profile. If you want to, if listen you want to, to find it. out, I just want to read his final quote. Yeah, go on then. Which is about whether Seb could be... Oh, yeah, I thought this was quite interesting. I plucked this out of an article I found. He wrote, the potential is definitely in him. To be a villain. Yes. I'm just saying that because I didn't know whether whether people heard you saying what they were going to be talking about. You don't need to talk it anymore. Okay. The potential to be a villain is definitely in him. A lot of it will depend on the situations he's put in and the influences he's under. He could go either way. We've seen that Seb could be sensible, but at the same time, he's got that other fiery side to him. Depends on what Seb thinks is right, which, just as easily, could be morally wrong. I think he's quite impulsive and does whatever he thinks is right in that moment. He doesn't have much control over his emotions and can let them get the better of him. He's very capable of making irrational decisions and thinking that he's being rational. He gets a crazy idea in his head, then bang, he just rolls with it. Do, that do you reminds think? me could, very much of Abby. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Seb could have been a villain? I wonder whether this was, I, I can't remember, said around the time that the uh, the underworld roof collapse happened and he was one of the suspects. And they were like, just say something cagey. Yeah. Everybody's got the potential to be a villain. Because, I mean, Gary ended up going down quite a villainous route after his um, tinkerings with the underworld roof and maybe a lot of what Gary has been doing could have been Seb if... I don't you know, know. I think he's an intrinsically good person. I think he is as well. And, that, I think and that's every, why I, think I've, I've, I kind of like him. Are. That's why I kind of like him. He was he was a nice, decent guy. He was he had a bad upbringing. It's led him to you know, make some some tough choices and maybe some wrong choices. But he's come out of it. Like Abby, he's reformed in the the warming aura of Coronation Street. And um, yeah, it's, I, I, I think Seb is, is, has been a decent... Very underused character. Like um, well, he's not going to get used anymore now. No, well, well performed. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and sad um, and tragic, and but a very fascinating. One story. of the most magnificent male haircuts that Coronation Street has ever had. As he said himself, the actor, the man bun has left the building. Yeah. Will there what be a, one, another one like it again? Well, yeah, maybe. I can I mean, hardly imagine. I think he'd fit in quite nicely in 70s Cory with that hair, wouldn't he? They all had it back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy Walker, yeah. Ray Langton. Saw him off. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think we're done. Yeah. That, that's Thank it. That is a, a whistle-stop tour of Seb. 
for listening. Enjoy, Tim. Good job, Harry. To if you want to know more, listen to the main podcast this week. Profile. You can Sorry. email us at conversationstreet at gmail.com. You can find us at conversationstreet.podbean.com. You can view us on iTunes. Perhaps don't base your opinion on this particular episode, please. It's we not have our finest. Twitter, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, and a Patreon. And that's it. That's it. That is it. Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye, Sam. Thank you for You've the performance, You've gone too Sam. soon. Definitely gone too <sighs> soon. Um, you, you I'm and, really sad. You and Luke. You know, are you having Up fun there out there heaven. together? Maybe yeah. doing donuts in your cars. Yeah. Bye. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Bye.